issues last week were because my fucking uh, 260 gigabyte phone was completely full. That's probably part of it. My, uh, I got to delete a bunch of stuff off my phone, too. I just backed it up, and I got to delete stuff now. Yeah, my shit was all podcasts, bro. There was literally, like, almost 100, 100 gigabytes of podcasts downloaded from, like, two years of downloading podcasts and never deleting any of them. Yeah, there's a lot of, like... There, uh, like, did old you have messages. Back, did you have background apps running, too? I did. Well, last time I tried to delete those, but I think it was just the pure, pure storage on my phone. Cause I think this tries to save like cookies or whatever, like as it goes, you know, like as we're doing this, like it probably saves shit to the phone and it just wasn't doing it. So it just disconnect every fucking time. It looks good right now. But uh, yeah, dude, there's so many, so much shit that gets downloaded to your phone from background apps running in the background that you don't even know about. You don't even know that shit, bro. But I gotta. I want to start the day off, dude. Today I went and got this right here. By the way, we're live. Welcome to the Basics Podcast, episode thirteen, sponsored by Tribal Fitness. Go get your stuff. Lucky. A t-shirt. Use the code Basics in the in the in the uh, the description below. Code the Basics. Get like I don't know, like five or ten percent off at the link. Let's go. Um. Also, shout out to Lucky Number 13. This is going to be our best episode yet because there is no better number than one and three combined, baby. Let's get it. So, okay. I got this today. Can you guess what's inside Otis. this? A range finder. No, a not a range some finder. Sort. That's cool. No. Not, I wish. That would be cool. Sorry. I'm, I'm uh, maybe a piece of poop. What possibly... it's the same color <laughs> brown lotus um i'm gonna have to say potentially a tiny tiny gun that would be cool i wish it was but it's i don't know bro you're gonna have to just show me you're just gonna have to show me okay so i went to the store cj's shout out to cj's in, Shout out to CJ's. In Eldorado Hills, CJ's cigars. Oh, you got a fucking smoker in there? I got a little mini oh. humidor, dude. Oh. And I bought some cigars today. So this is this case is a little I need I rode my motorcycle, so I'm like, you guys got any cases to keep cigars in so they don't get busted up Fuck in my that. backpack? And they had this little humidor and uh case and I was already planning on buying a torch lighter um, specific for cigars. And because uh, I got like the big propane one that connects to your camping propane, but that's right. a little too much. And uh, I was, I needed to get a cutter too. So I was already See, buying those, but by buying this case, it also came with a cutter and a torch lighter. Oh, so perfect. perfect. It was just all in one combo package. You know how you always like to say that I got you into whiskey? Mm-hmm. I, th I think I need you to get me into cigars, bro, because I do not understand cigars. I don't get it. But, like, I want to smoke them because they look dope as fuck. Dude, like, you know what I mean? I think they, they smell good, too. I like how they smell compared to, like, just a normal cigarette. They got different. Dude, it is very much like whiskey. 
and or different alcohols you know there's different notes different flavors different um different smells i was so the place i went to today was cj's cigars in el dorado hills and i met the owner cj super nice lady i was actually surprised oh, it's a lady it's a lady yeah uh older lady uh but I, I was surprised when I got in there and uh, sh like she was sitting down and she's like, oh, hi, what can I help you with? And I'm like, oh, I'm here. Um, you know, I don't have much experience with cigars, but I kind of want to get into them. I'm looking to get a few different types to Your try dad them out. Your dad smokes cigars though, right? Your dad's like a big cigar guy. No, he, he used to smoke cigars. But oh. one time when I was a kid. I was like, ew, that's nasty. You should stop smoking that. I was like little. I was really little. <laughs> I was really little. And you had just listened to the D.A.R.E. program speech at school? Probably. <laughs> and and, uh, and then ever, ever since that, he stopped smoking. He hasn't smoked anything since then. Damn, bro. So you made him go straight edge, bro. What the fuck? No, he's not straight edge. He likes to drink beer and whiskey that's and funny. scotch sometimes. I thought, he was, I thought he was a cigar smoker. But, dude, yeah, I want to get into cigars. My neighbor, a uh, couple nights ago, they came over and I was. They were like, "You want to like, you know, come drink a beer, have dinner, and whatever." I'm like, "Oh, I'm busy, but like, I'll come drink a beer later." So I come over and they're all smoking cigars. All of them are smoking cigars. And I'm like, "Oh goddamn!" I roll up with a double long joint. I fucking roll the <laughs> double joint, and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, you guys want to smoke?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't smoke." And like the husband smokes because I like he'll always come over to my place and like hit my joint or whatever, and um. So he's like, um, yeah, maybe I'll take one hit. So he like took one hit off my joint. And so he, he let me smoke a cigar and I like take a hit of the cigar instantly inhale. Instantly no, inhale. Do, you're not supposed no, to do I that. Know. Dude, I it hits you hard. Like it hit me fucking so hard, bro. I almost fucking threw up in front of everybody. Bro. You're, you're like, oh. <laughs> insta hit, Dude. insta hit. Were you there for Risty's insta hit? Or was that when you were traveling in the Philippines? No, I wasn't. Oh, dude, insta hit. The insta hit, dude. It was it was like Rissy, it was like Rissy, like the first week he moved in to the trailer. So yeah, you were gone. And uh um like I didn't know him. You know, he's cool, but I didn't know him like how I know him now. Right. Um, but and I didn't know he had no experience with mushrooms or psychedelics or anything like that. <laughs> oh, and yes! so I gave him some yes! mushrooms and yes! <laughs> and uh he eats it and literally like 20, 30 seconds later, he's like, oh, dude, I think I feel it. I think I feel it. Insta hit, <laughs> insta hit. And then just started freaking, started freaking out, called, all his, called his brother, called his, everyone in his family, and his brother ended up coming over. And I ended up, like, hanging out with his brother and connecting with his brother about crypto and talking about crypto. Yeah, but his brother's so sick, funny, huh, dude. Justin? Yeah, his older brother. Yeah, he's fucking dope. Yeah, but it was so funny. He eats it, literally, <laughs> like, eats it. Insta hit, insta hit. Like, it's like no, dude. It takes it takes at least like Bro, ten minutes. That that fucking chemically, like biologically, does not work like that, bro. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hella funny though. That's Risty for you, bro. Risty's a good time. He's gonna fucking. We gotta get him gonna, on here, dude. He would love he's, to come on. He's always here. on the computer. Yeah, that motherfucker's got the computer in front of him twenty four seven. There's no reason he can't just take an hour and a half and and turn the webcam. I bet if that shit. I bet if we get it on Discord, and um, he would do it because he's always on Discord playing um, on Twitch and, and Fortnite. playing uh, Fortnite. So if we get on Discord where he doesn't have to download anything else, like we he, we could connect to him really easy and get it going. 
and that's another thing is like a lot of other people do have discord too so like we can start connecting to other people easier yeah. through that i think it's it's easier to set something up i don't have to send out an invite link um, right you i can just like join if, organically if, if i just have everyone in the chat room we add that like if i add them or, or before we start or just like you know the week before they're in there they get the notifications they see stuff popping up and so nice. and they just need to get in there and when they're in there they can either voice chat or if they don't voice chat they can uh, or they or they can video chat um if they don't have video then they can just voice chat or whatever but um yeah dude so i went there cj cigars really nice lady dude, i went there on my lunch break today and um i told her like i'm new i'm she asked me like if I'm used to smoking like cigarettes or weed in any, or anything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I smoke, but I, I don't like, I don't smoke. Not religiously. Day. Yeah. It's not like I'm addicted to anything, but I do enjoy partaking and I've had cigars in the past. I don't know anything about them. They were just given to me as gifts. So I didn't know anything about the type of cigar I'm looking right. to. Like I told her, like, I'm looking to like learn about the types of cigars, different yeah. roles, Give me a starter like, pack, you know, like it, sample or something. Like yeah. uh, a good rate. So, like if you get in whiskey, you know, you want to have, you want to have your fucking, your bourbon. You want to have your Irish whiskey. You want to have it, your fucking Scott, you know, you want to be able to compare them like that. You know what I mean? Like back to back, if you're just getting into it. So it's like exactly. the range, you need the spectrum and then you need what's in between. And you need, and it's like, uh, I'm sure that's a fucking adventure, dude. I want to, I want to join on that adventure. So I, I told her that I told her about you, dude. I told her how we used to do that with whiskey. And Fuck yeah. you, so I told her I'm looking to get a, a few cigars um, that um, I could compare. So I got this one right here. Oh, which is cool. She she like walked me. Dude, I went on my lunch break and I stayed like an hour and a half. I like way <laughs> past my lunch. And dude, she like literally like walked me through everything. And like because I was the only one there for uh, the whole time I was there. Lunch Lunchtime, bro. I don't think anyone's walking into a cigar shop on their lunch break. You're the and, only motherfucker doing that. And That's legendary. she was really cool. Uh, she was like low key, pretty hot too. I'm like, she was a gilf, dude. So I mean, I but it, it, she like told me everything about like how the leaves were pressed. There's actually so there's the tobacco in the cigar, right? That okay. You smoke. Then there's another leaf. There's two leaves that wrap it. There's one that wraps that, and then there's another one that wraps the whole outside. So like, every cigar like there, is it is is the leaf on the inside just to hold the tobacco and then leaf on the outside is for the burn or is there is there a difference or do they both help the burn um i th i think i think yes in, in combination um they uh, yeah the, the 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 inner one yeah holds everything in and the outer one can be to affect the burn or give it different flavors or gotcha. whatnot because there are flavored uh like a right aromic, right of course uh of cigars course. and then there's like regular tobacco but um she told me like when you're she taught me things like how to light it properly i'll light yeah. i'll light one properly um on here because yeah, we'll get a demonstration when you Let's light a demonstration baby that's when you go you're not supposed like if you're take a bick and like and puff on a cigarette or a joint like puff, <laughs> that's puff, how puff. i would do it you're not that's how i've done it in the past i had no idea but you're supposed to take a torch and um, hold it away from the torch, point it towards the end, and then kind of 
warm it up and heat it like a marshmallow. You know, you don't take a marshmallow and you put it straight in the flame. It'll catch fire. Fuck ruin no, the you, marshmallow. You do it over coals. Yeah, exactly. That's what she was talking about. She was talking about coals or like briquettes in a barbecue. Um, like how, uh, like the way, you, I forget exactly how she drew up that analogy, but basically when you take the torch lighter, you want you point it at it and I'll do a demonstration. You get the outside oh. going first. And when the outside starts to catch, you don't want it flaming, but it will, you'll see it ember like coals. And my shit, my shit dropped out, bro. Yeah. You're frozen. Can you hear me? What's up, guys? What's up, Rich? What's up, Kyle? Okay, he's back. So, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to get the outside embering. You want to get like the edges of the cigar and then that will heat up around the outside and it will start the inside. And then that's when the inside will catch because it'll create like a little heat pocket in the center. And then that's how the inside catches. And then right at the end, you'll like hit, hit the end and then do a puff and then you'll get your cigar rolling. And then there's different ways they roll it like this. These are just like a circular roll, but this one is like a, a square press they have hexagon ones they have triangular ones they have tips that are tornado tips she taught me how to properly cut it because there's actually like a wrap near the top where you could see the line i'll, I'll take the wrapper off and you can see the lines but you, you want to cut behind those lines if you cut too far the cigar will, will fall apart so you you cut behind it um the cigar won't fall apart and you won't have stuff falling out into your mouth and stuff so I really like what you said about starting the ember from the middle because that is exactly when you twist the end of a joint and you like that little nipple at the end of the twist. That's what that does. It like starts the ember right in the middle. And then as soon as you get down, like I, I wish I could demonstrate it right now, but you know what I'm talking about? Like at the end of the cone, yeah. you twist the paper well, together. Yeah. Well, so with, with the cigar, what you do, you get the outsides embering. And when oh. it's, when, when it's encircled, it'll cause the inside to catch. And um, because you that want way, it all warm from, you said from the beginning, you spray it from you straight want, on. You want that. Yeah. You, so you want the outsides embering first before the inside, because if you go straight to the inside right away and get that embering first, it, it'll go down. The it'll, tra it'll travel down the middle. And then yeah. as you're hitting it, it'll cause the cigar to canoe. Gotcha. So you want to get the outsides going first before the middle, because then that will ensure that, that it's burning evenly all around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, I like it, that. It's, it's easier to do with a bigger, with a big cigar than like a, a thinner joint. So. Oh um, yeah. No, I, 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 I just kind of worked. It, it was a similar idea in terms of, cause they're different dynamic systems, right? They're different, like a joint and a cigar. So a thinner paper with a more combustible interior is going to burn differently than like 
a thicker exterior with a less compressible interior. So it's going to be a completely different system. So it's like, but I, but I appreciate it because I spend a lot of time thinking about how to make my joints not run. And I almost never have a joint run because that pisses me off more than fucking anything is having something run, you know, because you can't even enjoy the thing. If it's running, you're stressed out trying to stop the run. And then it just takes the whole experience out of the whole entire thing. So it's terrible. And it wastes. And it wastes. And so, and it's just all around bad. So I spent a lot of time thinking about how to not make a joint run. And the dynamics are a little bit different, but similar to, to, to what she was explaining. That's awesome. I like it. Yeah. Um, so um, I got three different types. This one, um, like the standard is like either 45 or 60 minute burn. Um, there's different sizes. I don't know the dimensions on these. Um, they're, they're, she was calling them one like an 80 by six. So like an 80 millimeter in length or something like that verse. And then like six diameter, they have a bunch of different sizes. I don't remember what sizes these ones were. I just, I believe this one was a, uh, 45 minute. And then these other twos were, uh, were 60 minute burns. Um, depending on how you hit it, you know, if you keep puffing on it, it'll burn faster, but, um, so I got a light, a medium and a dark bold, um, cigar the light i got is a perla del mar a pdm shade um that company was founded in 1895 and this is a hand pressed um rectangle it looks like um and see oh yeah right there for people watching this is supposed to be a light the the medium one i got was h h upman nine h upman 1844 it's from nicaragua aj fernandez um aj h upman by aj fernandez toro handmade in nicaragua so it's like a I would say like a standard cigar size supposed to be a 60 minute burn, you know, and I'm I'm new to these, so I don't know much more other than, um, about these other than the strength. So, and then the bold dark one I got was Garcia and Garcia H F. She actually said this was made by her father, her father. And it's, MF the judge. <laughs> that thing's and, badass. And she said that the MF stands for the motherfucking judge. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so that's what this is. And, and this is like a family company. This is like your dad made these. Fuck so, yeah, bro. Or started Fuck the yeah. company. I don't, I don't know. She was pretty older. I don't know if her dad's still alive. But yeah, it says my father, the judge, Corona Gorda. It's a five and five eighths by 46. So. So it's know. a chunky. Um, uh, so which one should I go with first? Should I go with a light, you, medium, or dark? I say you go with the light, bro. Same with the beer. I go. Okay. I'd say you start with the light. Okay. I'm not smoking these all today. Just FYI. Like, Fuck no. But I'll smoke them like the next couple podcasts. There we go. One a podcast. I like it. Um, we'll do the little. We'll do a little cigar segment. And maybe next, maybe next week I get a fucking medium, uh, medium cigar. 
you know, maybe I smoke a, a light one in a couple of days and do a medium cigar on the next podcast. So we got a, we got a little reference together. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. So one of the things too, is when you're cutting a cigar, um, there's different ways to cut the end. Let me pull this one out. Let me, let me take a picture of these real quick all together before I do anything. One sec. Okay, so when you're cutting a cigar, there's a few different ways to cut a cigar. The most common standard way to cut a cigar is just to cut it flat using like conventional cigar cutters. It will create a, a straight cut off the tip. Just um, like they did to you when you were a baby. Yeah, I wish they didn't. <laughs> kind of messed mess up i didn't have a give it back my my body might give it choice. back give it back but um so that's <laughs> the most standard way straight cut you know this is like a cigar cutter like that this is a dual one they have ones that are one on on one side but those tend to this cuts more evenly than that having a blade on each side or people can do it with just like a really sharp knife um the second way is a wedge cut and so what a wedge cut is like with scissors? Is, no, it's it uses a cutter that's kind of similar to this. But I was actually trying to get a uh, so there's three main ways and I was trying to get a cutter that um did all three and she had one but it wasn't for sale because the company she used to get them from actually doesn't uh isn't around anymore so there was none for sale for me. But a wedge cut what a wedge cut will do. So a straight cut will end up like that except you're not supposed to cut it that big and open at the end. It's supposed to be smaller off the tip. Um, but so a wedge cut, what a wedge cut will do, will liter literally take the tip and it'll cut like, imagine like a, a V like that, taken out of, off the end. God damn it. My TV just turned on, dude. If this starts taking internet, I'm so sorry to interrupt, bro. Uh... Okay, hold on. All right, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. So the wedge cut. The wedge cut. So imagine like a cut like a diamond cutting in like a shark tooth kind of going into the, the tip of the cigar. And what that does is it creates a better hit, like a, a place for um, your, your mouth to go on where – on top and bottom, you, you're still like having your mouth on the leaf. Whereas like with the straight cut, you're potentially like hitting the tobacco that's inside. If, if you cut it bad, oh, it creates oh. a little wedge. So it gives you the air where you can pull through still. Um, but you still and, have a nice like mouth part. Angle. Yeah. It collapses yeah. an angle for the mouth part. Yeah. I that's wish I had a genius. I wish I had a wedge cutter so I could show you that. And then the third way is... This is, she told me this way is actually like the way um, cigar co connoisseurs do it. I forget the um, terminology it is, but basically this thing right here, can you see that little circle? Oh yeah. 
So that's like probably like a third of a centimeter deep. Basically you take that and you poke it in here, like slowly you'll twist it on and basically create like a hole in the center of the tip of the cigar. You don't want to do it too fast so it doesn't break the cigar apart, but then you'll pull it out and basically you'll have a nice round, small centerpiece at the tip of the cigar. And that's where you're going to draw through when you're puffing okay. on the cigar. Idea here. So while you start this lighting process of the cigar and you get it going, you should pull up my Google Docs video that I uploaded. I have a couple videos and I can play those while you get that lit and get it going. Because okay, that's me... probably going to take a second, right? Yeah. So which way should I do it? Should I do a straight cut or should I do the little hole? I would do the little hole. I'm a, I'm a little hole fan. I love little holes. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Today, the movies. You want me to start with the first one you uploaded today? Is there one that's a picture or is it all boobies? Um, there should be three. I don't yeah, know if they all got they're, uploaded. They're all movies. Okay. Start with the short one. Shortest one. Okay. This is this is this is the insanity that I am dealing with underneath the trailer that okay. I'm being given. I, if I can, uh, I want so I'll uh, I'll cut this cigar, but I want to during the lighting okay. process. I, I don't know how you want to do this. I want to show the lighting. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yep. But I'll, I'll just it'll take that, me a minute I was just to letting cut you it, know so. to get that queued up. Okay. Let's see. I'll let you know when I'm ready. We could go back. We could switch back and forth. Show. Can you see it? It says you started sharing your screen. Oh, there it is. Hell yeah. Okay. So before we press play, just press pause again real quick. Or just go back to the beginning, press pause. I'll talk about the whole setting of it. Okay. Just real quick. Because, I mean, is it as laggy on your end as it is on my end or no? N no. Okay. Well, basically. It's, it's paused those, right now. Because right Okay, right now it's paused at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. I see it. Okay. So that's a gas meter that you should go to a propane tank. So I get to keep all that stuff. I'm probably going to get a propane tank and I'm just going to reuse that meter and the union fitting underneath it that's rusted all to hell. Um, that took me like, you know, probably 15 minutes to get off of there, but I finally got it off two pipe wrenches just had to put my foot on the bottom of that to brace it and just fucking crank that shit down. But I got it. So that was, you know, like I said, like 30 minutes. So that wasn't too bad, but it did take me to get this skirting off to where you can see this is all exposed. It took what me about an hour and a half. What are people looking at? What is this thing? What is this building? This is a single wide 12 foot by 40 foot modular home. Uh, I believe it is a 1990s 
late nineties, early two thousands build. And it is uh, mine. So I get to take it off of this property and move it to my property. Um, I have a moving contractor already lined up and got his information and everything. All I need to do is strip the siding off, disconnect it from utilities, fucking get the shit that's going to break out of the trailer, get, get everything secured. And that's going to happen within the next two to three weeks. So I have to, I, I'm, I'm on grind mode. I, I went out there at, at 7.30 this morning and I started working on this thing and then it got hot as fuck. So uh, I had to fucking stop. But I, so anyway, yeah. And I also fucking sliced my, my the shit out of my fucking shit on a lot of shit. So anyway, you see, so that's the gas main. Behind it's the water main. And then on the water main, there's a valve. And it's just a little tiny piece of galvanized above that that I have to cut to disconnect it from the trailer. Um, I've already removed all that styrofoam with duct tape. You can see at the bottom, I've already removed all that shit. Um, and I've turned the valve off. So this thing also, if you can see, uh, press play and then pause and like two seconds, go like two seconds earlier, just real quick. More? More, more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go, go way more. Yeah. Okay, so you can see here, you can see there the valve, that's the valve. So I just have to cut that little piece of galvanized up at the top where the two pieces of tape are right up at the very top. So as long as that gets cut, that's really all I have to do for that. And then all of this rusted ass galvanized is for the gas. All that rusted ass galvanized is for the gas. And that's all coming out. I don't even have gas out here, so. I don't know when that's going to get hooked up, but uh, go kind of to the end there. So, yeah, so you can see if you pause right there. Not on my face. If you pause it at the wheels. Yeah. Yeah, so those those motherfuckers right there, that's actually a great pause. That's real good clarity. So you can see all this rust. There was a stream of water coming out of this thing for the last year and a half. So there's been a broken main running water over that wheel, that front wheel, for the last year and a half. And it's iron-based water. So it's basically like the most rusted water ever. And I don't even know if these wheels are going to fucking move. So I'm doing all this work. And, pay, and I'm going to potentially pay this money to find out that these wheels don't even move. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if so, they take the deposit. So this, those are the wheels that it rolls on on the road? Yes, they, you put oh, wheels on oh, that. Oh, shit. Okay. It's not like it's going on the back of a trailer. Mm, I don't think so, fam. That, that is the trailer. It's a mobile home, bro. Okay. So, but they have big ass wheels that, that the company has and uses. Like you're not allowed to have your own wheels. Like the company, because you, so in order to do a move on a mobile home, because I'm moving a house, you need to have a licensed, bonded and insured mover. Yeah, do you want to light this? Do you want to light this? Or draw. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. Can I light this real quick. Yeah, light this. Okay. So here's, here's the cigar. Here's the hole it makes. 
from that's a good hole. So there's the tobacco or from the from the cigar. That's the hole it makes. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go like this. I'm gonna flip flip the cap. There's my torch. So four torch, it's hard to see. But I'm gonna go around the outside first. And I'm and I don't want to catch a big flame. I just want to like heat it up, like hold it away. Sorry, let me like that. Bad. Don't want that. I'm in, I'm outside, so the wind's kind of blowing too. Oh shit. Oh, I see the wind in the background. That shit is windy as fuck down there. That's nice. Fuck yeah, dude. That's and that's kind of it. And that's the Fuck best. Yeah, bro. Hole, that is the that is the way to smoke cigars with that. That's dude. a great hole, dog. That's a great looking hole. Let me tell you, I've seen a couple holes in my day, and that is one of the best looking holes I've ever seen. So there it is right there. Might need to get this one right there. Ha! <laughs> It bites back. It'll bite back. Yeah, dude. That's uh that's the light. I'll say the light's all right, you know. I do like it. This is probably what I've smoked in the past is light. So I'm I am right. looking forward to like trying a bold or in medium because this this does seem pretty familiar to perfect. Past, you so. want to start out on a familiar ground and then that way you can compare it because it'll be fresh in the memory. That's perfect. So yeah, there's there's a cigar, dude. There's the Perla Del Mar Shade. So, Fire, dude. That looks great. And I, looks delicious. The wind, the wind is blowing, but it is also cool. A lot of dudes like to try and see how far they can let it run <laughs> before they have to tap it off. I'm not going to do that because it's windy outside. So, Yeah, windy. dude. No ash. No ash, bro. We used to do that with cigarettes. That We would have a whole cigarette where we did dash it. Steady hands, boys. Steady hands. It's all about steady hands. Look at that. No shaking. No shaking. Well, I'm going to go back to your... I'm going to go back to your video. Do you want... Yeah, uh... go back to the wheels. Okay. Okay. So, right underneath the... I just saw uh... a mouse. I just saw a mouse. Outside? Outside. Running by my Kill neighbor's him. house. No, he Kill just him. went in like this bush area. Oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna go chase him right now. It's the first time not I've right seen now. a mouse here. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some a mouse trap. Yeah, put some. There he is. On there he is. Oh man, you saw him run well, again. Get him, bro. Get him. Okay, oh, live me... on live on stream. I got the I got the cigar. Okay, hold on. I'll be. Let me turn this camera around. You're gonna try to catch a mouse, and I'm gonna do a travel fitness ad break. Okay. All right, everybody. We got to go buy Tribal Fitness gear. I have no stake in this company, uh, but it is a fantastic product. Um, 
actually, I have no idea about the product, but I'm sure it is fantastic in terms of quality because the idea behind the logo is what you're buying. You're buying the tribal fitness uh, mentality is what you're doing. So if you choose to purchase one of these fantastic retail items, you're going to get, you know, a, uh, uh, a feeling of just pure motivation. It'll be, uh, you know, whatever you want to do, you'll be able to do it. Conquer the day. Carpe diem uh, is what this brand is all about. So feel free to go to tribalfitness.com. Use the code BASICS, uh, the BASICS podcast. Oh, fuck. I don't know what the promo code is, but use that shit. Buy the shirt, Tribal Fitness. Uh, that is the mentality that we want to bring to everyday life fucking survive and conquer that is what tribal fitness is and this is another example of tribal fitness is trying to capture a mouse live on stream uh, because we are able to do that that is something that we are capable of doing uh and it does it's it's a uh uh uh, if, if you can have that hunter moment in suburbia if you can have that hunter moment at any sort of day, the, the capture, the kill, the, the get, you know, that is, the ca- that is seizing the day, seizing the opportunity, seizing the animal, seizing the creature. You know, it's all one and the same. So that's what, that's what we're trying to do here. I don't know what the, pli- I don't know what the two by four is for. Um, maybe it's for bashing. I didn't Tribal get it. it. It ran off in a bush and like I didn't get it. But it went into this pile of trash. It was two by four and started hitting it. And uh, then it <laughs> ran off again into this bush. And yeah, I don't see any nails in the two by four. That's your problem. You need to put some nails through it. I was just going to blunt force smash it. Yeah, but if you got the nails, then you could maybe nab it if it gets into the trash pile too far. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so I was just telling them that tribal fitness is, is the way to go. So, uh, in, end ad break back to trailer wheels, if you want. Can you see it? Oh yeah. So I don't know if that first wheel is going to move at all, but you know, the, uh, uh, rest of the under side of it looks relatively good and intact. The other side is fine. Um, it's just kind of a, a hunk of shit, but it's free. So it's like, you know, I got to take it, you know? Yeah, no, that's a great deal. How's the inside look? Oh, I'll go to the next video. Next bit. Or so, so go to the first one, actually, that I uploaded, the very first one. With your dog? All right. Yeah. Wish I had this kind of view, but here's the trailer. Wait, I gotta go back. What kind of view? Wish I had this kind oh, of nice view. view. But... It's a mountain view. Here's the trailer. Why is he getting rid of it? You know, I'll, I'll tell you right, from the outside. You want to pause it? So they're getting rid of it because Sandy is my coworker. So the the Sandy lives with her boyfriend, man guy, that 
is like a major farmer out here. So he owns a bunch of farmland. And the lady behind him is who he bought that from. And she was an old, old lady. Like 70 is when she moved out up here. So she bought this trailer to move into. And she owned the property behind she owned all of that property. She sold the property to Sandy's man. And then so Sandy moved up there with him. And then when that when she passed away, like they were they took care of her basically. Like her whole life, like in the last 10 years, they took care of her because they were her neighbor. They were the only one, she was the only one behind them in terms of property. So she passed away last or a year and a half ago and the family sold the property to Sandy. There were so many people that wanted to buy that, but they knew Sandy and they knew Greg and they knew that they like took care of her and they're like farmers and they just want it for farmland, you know, and they want to like preserve the area and use it for, for a good purpose. So they gave Sandy like first dibs, no question. Only thing was, is when it got subdivided out, the other guy that owns property on the other side of Sandy and Greg, their property line crosses right where this trailer is. Cause oh, this old okay. lady, this old lady owned everything. She owned all of it. So when she died and it got subdivided to the people that she had sold to this, this crossed the property line between where Sandy bought and what the other guy had. Okay. So, cause he was letting her live on it cause she had sold it to him. So he didn't care, you know, cause she had sold it to him. And that was just one of the stipulations that came along with the sale. But when she died, it became a thing where he wants his land now. And Sandy had the majority of the trailer on her side. And she's, she said, if someone can move it, I'll give it to you. And I'm that's, like, let, let me do that. That's awesome, dude. Okay, let's go back to the video. Okay. Dude, that's super nice inside. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. And there is a weird back closet. Which is kind of, it's actually kind of neat. I think what I would do is put a bookshelf right here that turns, goes in. Anyway. Yes. They're Hidden. keeping the fridge. Hit or gun safe about. in there, dude. <laughs> uh, the stove only works on the stove top. The roof is a little bit bulgy, as you can see. Is there leaks? A little bulgy. A little, there little was some bit. leaking here, he said. Oh, um, so <laughs> he just answered in the video. Could be an issue, but it was just—it's just around that part, so I could just. Okay, go to the next video. Sorry, I was talking over you a little bit there. My bad. No, that's totally fine, bro. I don't give a shit. All right, I don't know where it cut me off, but this is the bathroom. Could use some some work. And this is the bedroom. Pretty nice, pretty spacious. Is that the old one bedroom? I'm one bedroom. I'm extremely grateful. Is that rat poop? That Sandy's given. No, me those are all dead room. dead flies. Oh. You get all the uh, appliances in Every, there too. Everything besides the fridge. Who's the fridge going to? Greg wanted it. He's he sells produce, so he needs all the fridges oh. he can get. Great burn, great burn, dude. Yeah, look at first time lighting a cigar properly. Perfect. No ash. Go no ash. Do it. You're already on the way. Do it. Do what? 
see how far you can get without. Oh yeah, yeah. Off. I'm not. I'm not gonna ash it until it falls off. On, on yeah, it. yeah, yeah. See how far. Okay, perfect. So that was great. I got that out of the way. That's my big thing. And dude, that's gonna take so much time, bro. That's gonna take up so much fucking time. Oh my god. What are you putting it on? Are there blocks that you're taking with it that you're gonna reset? Yeah. Yeah. So the company that I'm going through does they take it off the blocks, move it, put it back on the blocks. That's what they do. That's awesome. Do you have to flatten any land or is your land all like level? I'm going to have them pull it in by land. That is about, yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to figure this shit out. Like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, uh, <laughs> there's part. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the flattest, <laughs> flattest part of my land require would i think require because i'm trying to do this all mentally visually like you got a 40 foot long fucking straight ass thing that can't move 40 feet long and you got one truck that has a one pivot point right so i'm trying to think how i can get this on my property because my shit is like design like it's got I'll just draw a quick little representation of my property. There's the highway. There's the entry points. Sorry, just real quick. I got to just draw this. Uh, there's this. There's this. So it's kind of like this. So here's the highway. There's one entry point? Yeah. No, two entry points. This entry point and this entry point. This is a tree. And this is a big group of trees, too. So I want them to be able to pull it in and, like, try to get it into the middle of these trees. I don't know if you – oh, yeah, sorry. I want to see – I want them to get it in the middle of these trees somehow. But I think, dude, they might have to just pull it in and fucking just park it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, like, right in the driveway, which, you know, fuck it. What, what can I do, you know? So – but I have two driveways. I have two driveways, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. Where's your but Where's your house right now? My house right now is right there. Okay. So the way that you pull in mostly is this way, and you come straight back. So I would really like to not block my main driveway because this is my main driveway right here. So I want to be able to try to try to like. I want to try to be able to cut out all these trees right here to make it so he can make the turn, you know, cause this is dude, this is an acre. So 40 feet was so, but on the, I'll show you what, what 40 feet looks like on that's about 40 feet. So on the, on that's the, that's how long the trailer side, is on the left-hand side. What is there to your driveway? What's there to the left of your driveway on this side of it? Well, that, or on that, this side of it. Either side. What What is there? Is it trees? This side is my neighbor's property, and this side is my neighbor's property. Can he Can he drive over your neighbor's property for just while they're sending it in? He can. He can. But there's also trees that line. So these lines also yeah. represent trees. Okay. Yeah, that's, that was yeah. my question. Yeah, they also represent trees. And I, I can't cut my neighbor's trees down. So uh, 
he might have to just pull it and park it and drop it off like right in front, unfortunately, which would make it different. But I still always will have access to my, my place, like no matter what, like through all these little ways. But what I want to do is cut these trees out so that he can move it and park it like park it right there. Yeah, that would be like cool. that would be perfect. That would be perfect. So. But I'm going to have to talk to the guy. It's a whole thing. Um, that's that's basically it for the trailer. And I fucking cut the shit out of my thumb on the septic line. So I'm waiting for that to get infected. <laughs> oh, sh- you're fucked. It's okay, dude. I got two thumbs. Dude, uh, my, uh, my co-worker, who I, he actually went to Granite Bay High School with them. He got in a motorcycle accident. He had bald tires and he had been drinking. And oh, Ben Lyons. I don't know if you know Ben Lyons or his brother. Oh, you're just dropping his name. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm dropping his name because congratulations to him. His, uh, he actually left early today because his wife was in labor and he's having his second kid today. So Let's that's why I named him. Congrats. Yeah. But he, he's actually he's a really good uh, uh, motorcyclist. He's a good dirt biker. Like you know, what used to do like crazy jumps and stuff, but his, nice. his, uh, he was drinking one night and his tire was bald. Anyways, he crashed his brand new Harley and oh, no. busts his knee up and he's got like a fracture in his knee and he said it's infected. He got an x-ray and, uh, the doctor was all telling him, yeah, we've seen this before in a person's thumb and we, or their pinky and we had to cut their pinky off. And so no! I, hope, I hope he does. Okay. I'm just saying like your thumb might be infected. His no! His knee by me. I don't know, but congratulations for having your Dude, second kid. I, I'm a real man, and I don't have peroxide in the house. But I'll tell you what, I do want to pour peroxide no, in this you, right now. Bro, you oh. got bleach over at that other trailer. I saw that bottle of bleach. Oh, I do have bleach. Does that work? Uh, Probably. I don't see why. <laughs> yeah, no, no, 100% it does, because one drop of bleach in a gallon of water will kill the water and you can make it drinkable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, did, did you are know we, that? Are we, are we saying did, that? Did you know that survival tip? I did not. I like. Yeah. That no. That's a. Tip. That's actually a way that uh you can. What just like, like stagnant water? Yeah. So like if you get water from, I don't know wherever you get water from, and you're in a survival situation, and like there might be bacteria you have to or what, it enough. Yeah. So it's just one drop. Like it'd be hard to get one drop out of that big gallon jug, but like just a little <laughs> like boop in a gallon of water will kill bacteria and microbes in the water. And so you can drink it and it's okay, not, okay. and because it's so little, it won't hurt you or it might hurt you a little bit, but it's not, it won't kill you. I, I, I like it. We need yeah. to do a survival tip section. We, we, we do, we do need to do a, a podcast where it's all about like survival, survival stuff or the yeah. shit. it's the fan scenarios. I don't know why we haven't done that yet. Because we're just saving good shit, bro. We're going for a hundred. We're going for a hundred. We got plenty of time to unravel shit, bro. We got we're, plenty of time. We're going, we gotta we gotta go for thousands, dude. Thousands. We're going for a thousands. We're, we're going doing, for triple digits. If we just keep doing it, we'll get big. So we're gonna be we're gonna be smoking and cigars and drinking whiskeys and that's fucking right. Joints and all that, yeah. And we're not doing it to get big, we're doing it because we love this shit. Because we yeah. like stimulating spread, conversation. Spread spread knowledge and increase the human consciousness. The right the mental capacity of the general population that's right and you know i'm not saying i can do that but if you're listening we, to things we know things that 
each other doesn't know and we know things that other people don't know and that's right you know and spreading, other people know spreading ideas we don't know what we're for. so log in and let's do a little mid show uh kind of a uh ad break let's get some comments in the chat well i take a piss if we got any comments in the chat, I'm going to take a piss and then I'll be right back. Okay. I do have some more questions. What do you say? I do got some more questions about the, the trailer. When okay, you come back. Sec. Okay. One sec. Okay. Yo, yo, yo. Let's check out what's in the chat. Let's read these super chats. What's up, Rich? What's up, Kyle? What's up? IO walks. Thanks for tuning in. IO walks. Uh, I see you're in here every uh, every podcast. I don't know your name, but thanks for tuning in. Let's read what's what's going on in the chat. One sec. What's up, dude? Oh, what's up, Nate? Nate's in there. Nate says, bring a stogie to work tomorrow. Maybe. I don't know. It These burn a long time. I don't know if I got time to smoke one there. Um. Rich says, I thought for sure you had a vibrator or something, dude. Kyle says, yeah, it's lit, boys. Let's go. Kyle's about to get into MMA and kickboxing fight, so I'm excited for that. Let me know, dude. I'll be in your corner. Rich says, cigars are dope. It's all good, dude. Either way, just don't torture it. But, yeah, you're right. Kyle says, Justin's got the bars. Is that Brock from Pokemon's hat? No, this is a Dragon Ball hat. This is Master Roshi's uh, turtle hermit symbol. That So Goku and Krillin and Yamcha and Tien and Chiatsu, they train under Master Roshi. But this is his uh, martial arts symbol that they wear on their jumpsuits. Kyle says, yeah, that's Goku. Kind of. Goku wears it because it's the turtle hermit. Uh, kanji. My dude. And then bars riches bars for days. Let's hear some some today. They want us a freestyle. <laughs> Who wants and us to freestyle? Both Rich and Kyle. <laughs> uh Rich said smoke the judge. I think that's gonna be last. That's gonna be the heavy duty la one um in a in a couple weeks. Love it, love it. Rich says that you should go into town and go get some cigars from a cigar shop. They got, they got to have one there. I bet they got one in Missoula for sure. In Missoula, yeah. Or if they don't, if they don't have one in Missoula, we should start one. We should open one up. No, no, they for, for sure do. Okay. <laughs> they for sure. Hell yeah! So we got some um, some boys in the chat. Love it. Thank you, boys, for tuning in. He says. I'm sure the higher altitude, it will taste different. If you have some, if you have her some D, I think she might have bulged. I don't know what that means. Watch out the Scooby Snacks. And Rich says, that's the sissy way, LOL. Do a straight cut. Now, this is the connoisseur. <laughs> this is from what I heard. This is the connoisseur. <laughs> this is the connoisseur. This is the connoisseur way. This is how rich people do it, okay? Uh, dude, I went there and I realized when I was there talking to her, like if I properly know how to cut and light a cigar properly and and like can talk to people about cigars, like how I could talk to people about different whiskeys and alcohol now. If I, uh, I'm in a mo if I'm like talking to someone either like in sales or networking, you know, that could be actually be really like useful uh, knowledge to have to be able to like talk cigars with people. 
and show them like Absolutely. I, I know what it's I'm like doing. It's like knowing how to play golf. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I went in to learn more. And I'll definitely be back because uh, the owner there like really took her time to teach me a lot. And I, I have a, so much more to learn. So I'm excited to like jump into this new hobby and um, learn more about it because it, it's deep. Like, did you know, like she was telling me like the way they age the leaves are just like how they age um, alcohols. You know, they'll age them years um, in different yeah. ways. So, and I didn't know that. I didn't know they age it like that. I knew, I knew they have to dry it out and stuff, but like they'll actually age the leaves and the tobacco for years. And, and it's just like um, a scotch, you know, a 12 to an 18 year, um, the 18 years it's smoother, you know, it has more flavors. Um, it's worth more. So I thought that was uh, interesting when she had told me that. Shout nice. out to CJ. CJ, legend. Um, Kyle you said you had more uh, questions about the trailer. Oh, we got yeah. more chat. Yeah, dude, there's a lot more chats. Hold on. They're, dude, they're active in the chats, dude. I got to I gotta. Let's go. Let's go. Um, they said, how's the inside? Kyle says, put me to work. And Rich says, for free, I got some tools you can use. Free friend labor. They both want to um, work on it. Come up there and live with you and work on it. Dude, the I mean the work is is dirty work, it's hard work, man. That's Kyle, some shit, man. Kyle says, "Cheers, I'm smoking too." Big J smoking, and then Rich says, "Smoke a stogie." I think that was for you, Justin. Smoke a stogie. Nah, man, just spliffs on the podcast. That's it, strictly spliffs. And then he says, "Congrats on the trailer, bro. They're hard to find in good shape, bro." Kyle says, "I'm proud. I love you guys. I'm so proud. I'm so proud." Justin, the joint master. Yeah, travel fitness. That's right. I approve all travel fitness gear and lifestyle and Justin nailed the experience of travel fitness. I didn't hear any of that. I'll have to go back and listen. Oh, bro. I gave you a real good fucking, uh, ab break. I gave you a good ab break. Oh, fuck dude. It, <laughs> did you yes. see that? Yes. We got it. Maybe we can do a slow mo clip on that. Clip it, clip it, clip it. Damn dude. Right on clip my it, feet. Clip I gotta re I gotta relight it too. Damn. Okay, and then we got Ion Walks, dude. I don't know who Ion Walks is, but he's been in here like the last like five episodes live. Let's so fucking go. He said, Shut no escape out. from the vape, but shout out to that guy. Thanks for tuning in. He says, yo, Kyle, big web in my corner, powerful web in my corner will come trouble fitness. Ion Walks, what's popping? Spit bar if you think you could. Grow your own tobacco, bro, and roll them, Rich says. Iowa Walk says, I steal a verse a day. I steal a purse a day. Cut me every way. Nate says, just got home, lighting up now. Nate, Nate's my buddy from work. He's, uh, I guess he's, he's, he's in the chat smoking right now. Let's go. Uh, Shout out to Nate. And Mr. All Day, All Night Bay on me like Beowulf. That's Kyle. I'm trying, I'm not trying to live up there, Rich says. Kyle says, eat me up like pulp, make her bounce like polk that's all the chats and That's there'll be the more chats. we'll hit them up we'll we'll, we'll hit them uh, up go later. back then you said uh, you we'll had a couple questions chats. about the trailer you said you yeah. had a couple questions about the trailer um how far is it from where you're at now 9.5 miles is that far way to move the um no dude normally all of these ones have a flat rate from zero to 100 miles zero to 100 miles and I'm like, so I'm way within that. And this guy, he's out of St. Ignatius, which is like 45 minutes from me. 
So how, it's how, perfect. How much is that going to cost? If you don't mind it's me gonna, asking. It's going to cost a little bit. Uh, by the end of it, probably three grand. Dude, that's that's not too bad to have a whole trailer living space forever. No, but there's a lot of contingent things. If, it, if everything goes right. Right. I have to hire an excavator to dig out the front of the trailer because they built a berm around it for the snow. Because she, she lived in this thing for 15 years, you know, in the same place. Like, she, she got it new. Uh, no title. Like, she just got it from the manufacturer. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, what would it, a, that, title, a title for what? For the trailer, bro. It's what just, is it's, it's just like, a structure. It's just right. a structure. It, ha- it has no serial number. It has, she got it direct from the manufacturer, like before it was put out for, for sale. Okay. Because I think one of her, like one of her kids worked at the place and so she just got it. So there's no title. There's no nothing. They probably got it for like half off or like whatever the freaking going rate was back in the nineties or two thousands. It was, I think it was two, I think it's a, I think it's a 2000 build. I think it's a 2000 build. Um, but I need to find, I need to try to find some sort of serial number, but I don't think they put anything on it. I don't think they put a serial number on it. But do so, you need one? I don't need one. No, no, but they want, they, they, there is a spot for one on the permit, <laughs> but if it doesn't have a title, then it doesn't matter. You know, and it's like uh, they they make you put the contact information for the the property that's moving from the property that's moving to. So they contact both parties. They make sure everything's clear. They approve the permit. You got to go to the licensed and bonded insured company that can move this on the highway because they have the rated tires. They have the rated hauling equipment. They have the trail vehicle. They have the signs, they have all the shit and they notify the right authorities to let them know that they're moving through there. It's a whole fucking thing. So um, a lot of that money is going into that. So I'm the one that has to remove all the siding, remove all the utilities, remove it, get it. I got to basically get it ready for them to jack it up, put the wheels on it and move it. So I need to hire an excavator to dig out the front of the property to, to make it level again because when they dropped it in there it was all fine and then they built up a a dirt berm so we got to remove that dirt berm so that the the truck can back in and that this thing doesn't have to go over a fucking (laughs) just have to yeet it (laughs) you know what i mean we don't want to yeet this thing because all the appliances are staying in all everything is staying in place like i'm removing the furniture but like Everything else, I'm taking out the toilet, bro. The toilet is so nasty. I am not looking forward to this toilet, bro. Oh my god, this is why I gotta get a new toilet. Oh no, no, it's terrible, bro. It hasn't been flushed in two years, and people have pissed and shit in it. That's gross. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna have to remove that toilet, but that's small. A small, (laughs) you got zoinked. Yeah, I wanted a little bit. You know, I wanted to get that hit. <laughs> Dude, that one got me. I that was a tiny hit too. That was not a big a little hit. tiny hit, huh? Did, but yeah, the, so, other, the other night, did you take a big hit? 
It was like a normal hit. Yeah. Oh, dude, it must have fucked you yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, fucked me up big time. It was not chill, bro. Uh, did you have any other things that you wanted to talk about? I had, I had one thing I wanted to do at the beginning. It's really quick. I just wanted to um, show this. Um, let me screen share this real quick because this was from um, from last week. That the basics podcast, dude. If you were listening last week, you know we we're talking about UFOs. We we're talking about black Let's cubes go. and Let's go. a spherical object. So this is a clip. It's gonna be short because I can't play the whole thing. But this is a clip from the Joe Rogan JRE. And they were actually talking about the same UAPs that we were talking about, but we beat them to the punch two days earlier. By two and days, Joe, 48 hours. Joe's listening to our podcast to get the most up-to-date That's news. That's right. He's tuning in, even Joe Rogie. So, here, let's play this clip real quick. Yeah. So Fuck that's yeah, the ones dude. that they were seeing. Well, I, there's good video, and, and we should go through the pieces of footage, but the one on the left is what they're seeing every damn day on the East Coast um, that one would be considered one that has a payload or could have a payload. So most are spheres, like with cubes in them. That That is the strangeness of it. Most of them are cubes surrounded by a translucent sphere. I've heard of pyramids. So most of them? Most of them that are on the East Coast right now with increased frequency and also over war zones. So right now, people got, went so fucking crazy when I said this, and I know we're jumping around. but That's okay. Over active war zones right now, there is such an increased frequency of what they call UAP or UFO that they have these rules whether or not they fire upon them. And people got so mad at me for saying publicly on the news that we do fire at UAP, UFOs, because we fucking do. But why we do is not what people think. So when you have an active war zone, specifically the area of the world that I'm talking about in the Middle East, Anything within 27 to 30 miles of ground troops gets fired upon. That's it. But I was exposed to documents that tell me a little bit more precisely how you choose what to fire upon. And what you fire upon is anything that appears that it could have a payload. Really? Yeah, because it would be a threat. What are they? Wow. Basically, so we, we, if you want to hear the most up-to-date news, you come here first. Don't go to... That's looking right. Don't go to George. Go to both, but go to us first. Go to us first, dude. Dude, I t that one, that one little head. Dude, I'm, I'm fried. You fried. <laughs> you got fried. Uh, up. He fried himself. I'm dizzy as shit, dude. Yeah, bro. I hit that shit so hard. I was like gagging, and they were like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Great first impression." <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, dude. Cigars, trailers. UFOs, UAPs, cigars. I actually was reading a study that um, cigar-shaped UFOs. That's a thing too. That's a it big is. thing too. Um, you know when they started making the first uh, uh, spaceships for us, they built them like a submarine because submarines are built to house you from um, that pressure uh, from the, the pre pressure. The, or the other, the other medium that you're going into. So they built them cigar-shaped um, like a submarine. So you just know. 
Uh, but liquid, so if you go into the atmosphere of Jupiter, it's going to be like you're going into liquid. So if you have that cigar shape, it's going to be more structurally, have more structural integrity. It's just a safer shape. Like if you're building probes, you know, that's the safer route to go is build a cigar shaped object. Because if you descend into a Jupiter atmosphere where there is, who knows, just as high of a chance of there being a civilization, you know, you just build them and you prepare for that. You prepare for that eventuality that there will be a some sort of atmosphere this may be liquid or maybe you know super high pressure or that sort of thing yeah oh, oh one thing i did want to say is my neighbor's dog got bit by a rattlesnake is it okay it's in the hospital right now is that but the, it took her is that the dog that's the brother of your dog no my neighbor not my boss Okay. My boss lives like 30 miles away. My neighbor's dog, I don't know which one it was, um, but it got bit by a rattlesnake right across the river. And it. she took it to the vet, and it's at the vet right now. But it took her 50 minutes to get her to the vet. So, Dude, speaking of rivers, me and Brooklyn this past weekend, we went to Oregon Bar, China Bar, up there on the American River where you caught that fish and – and we made that fire and oh, we yeah. ate it. And oh, yeah. we're, we're planning on going swimming up there, but there's a bunch of signs that there's it, because it's been so hot here and the water's really warm. There's some toxic algae blooms and there was these toxic out. You could see them. They're everywhere. You could see and, them. Yeah. You could see them. Cause, um, that river it's uh, like a sandbar and there's rocks everywhere. So there's that, there's the part where the main part of the river goes and the water's like going faster there's more, more current. And then it comes to the inside a little bit and it slows down and it's pretty stagnant there. Um, <laughs> but there was like toxic algae everywhere, like thick blooms. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So we weren't able to go swimming and it said, don't eat the fish. Don't go in the water. Keep your pets out. Don't let them drink from the water. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's fucked up. It is. Is it, is it, are you guys in a drought? Yeah, dude, it, it rained like two weeks in December, and it's only rained a handful of times uh, since then. Wow, dude, we had the wettest. We had the wettest spring almost on record. We got so much rain. It's incredible, bro. We've had no fire season. I've had blue sky every day. Can you grow lemons where you're at? I know in winter they'd have to be the trees would have to be covered up because there's snow and it gets really cold. But is it possible, like with a greenhouse? and the soil there to grow citrus trees yeah i would imagine i mean there's uh dude <laughs> so the local big so there's two big local produce producers in the valley here one is called uh oh damn it what's it called it's like a play on um the the sacred apple you know the eve's apple um forbidden fruit it's like yeah it's like paradise oh yeah forbidden fruit orchards forbidden fruit orchards and um thank you for fucking absolutely nailing that um forbidden fruit orchards in paradise is the big producer of like they do peaches apples um i think they have lemons limes they do they have all of the citrus orange oranges um oh and then they have other stuff that is that is awesome because and that's right here that's that's 10 miles away and then sandy the one that i'm buying the trailer from they're the other large producer of just vegetables. So like 
green beans. Like, dude, I have a bag. Hold on, hold on. Let me show you a bag of green beans that I got from Sandy today. Because, uh, wanna, so you want to know how much this bag of green beans cost? 50 cents. Well, no, a dollar fifty, but <laughs> inflation, man. Biden inflation. Dude, a dollar fifty for a, two pounds of green beans. Fresh, straight from the source. Fresh. She picked them less than like 24 hours ago. They pick them themselves. That's all they do. She works. She's a supervisor. She works, or she's a manager. And she works, and she just goes home and takes takes veggies. Do they hire people? Amazing. To no, uh, it's just them. And I told okay. them anytime, like I am a free labor, like please allow me to help you. And they don't. So me and Brooklyn, you know, we we rent here in Folsom, um, but uh, we've been discussing like where we want to move to. And one of the big things that. Um, we've been talking about is that Brooklyn really wants to find someplace where she can grow her lemon trees because um, you can't see them here, but in pots all around me, she's got like almost like 20 lemon trees growing. Let me see if I could uh, show you the, the, Oh, here, these ones are small. There's a bigger one around here somewhere, but like all those right there, yeah. Or le small lemon trees in pots. Uh, oh my god! This one right here, next to that, on the left, this one, that's a lemon tree. That thing's like, that Dude, thing's that, like three yeah. and a half feet tall. And she really wants to move somewhere with, um, she can grow her citrus, and she wants to start her own. Oops, she wants to start her own nursery. So that's why I asked too, like. Um, if we ended up getting land up the, in that area, would it be possible? So that's good to know that yes, they, they are citrus like, yes. is grown up there. If you're in the valley, key 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 distinguisher. So I'm not sure how it works in the mountains. I couldn't tell you. Um, but a lot of the valley, river valley here, it's wild horse plains, man. That's where they wintered the horses because it was so warm all year round. You know, doesn't have kill off. It's it's a yeah. It's a it's an incredible area. It's banana belt is what they call it. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, uh, dude, um, what else you got on your list? I only got one more thing. Um, and it was, I don't know what else you got. I I don't really want to talk about it because I I'm like kind of over politics for the most part but the only other thing on my list was that the fbi raided trump's house and yeah Chicago. dude that was a big one that was a big one hold dude, on let's hold off on like, that one let's save that for the end save okay. that for the end we'll save Can't, that for uh the i gotta i gotta get a glass of water dude i'm like i got okay. i took that big hit i'm dizzy i'm sweating i need some liquid yeah. i'll be right back okay get it get a glass of water i'll do a travel fitness break okay thank you all right guys once again, it's just me and you. So let me come clean. Let me tell you the truth. Tribal fitness. Tribal fitness. That's it. I said, let me tell you the truth. Tribal fitness. Tribal fitness is the truth. What more do you want? The truth. It just, it just, it means 
It means integrity. It means, it means holding up to your values. It means, uh, you know, just becoming a better individual. And this is already known. I've already said this, but you know, um, one, one of the major, uh, uh, well, well, what I'll say personally is when I saw the Tribal Fitness logo for the first time, what I thought was, wow, that is style. Okay? So that's the other thing. Even if you don't buy into the whole concept of the idea of Tribal Fitness, you still want a nice shirt. You want a nice tank top. You want a nice, you know, whatever else. You can just get one of those. It's a nice. It, they're fucking nice. They're just, they're just fucking nice. Let me tell you that. Uh, and, you know, if you like nice stuff, then you go with the nice brand, which is Tribal Fitness. That's right. Big baby. Yeah. Where's your dog at? Don't he's being a good boy today. Dude, I feel better. I feel better already. This is my dog. And he's he's a little he's just he doesn't like the heat. He's more of a cold weather guy. Yeah. You know. He likes the cold. What's up, bud? Oh, you can't hear me. No, he can't. He can't really hear you, but you know, I'm just gonna. There he goes. Um. So one of my things, very sadly, and I, I think we may have actually talked about this briefly before, but it's official. They have officially announced the National Science Foundation that the Arecibo radio. Telescope array in Puerto in Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh. In Puerto Rico, they weren't able to salvage it. Decommissioned. The analysis from the engineers has finally been submitted, and it looks like what happened was uh, in 2020. Because we all remember when this happened. I know. I know. Me and you, Jordan. I know. We talked about this. Like when it happened. Like this. This. This was big deal, man. Because this is SETI. This is the heart and soul of SETI. So in 2020, a cable, a cable on the platform slipped, essentially. And all of these cables are supporting a 900-ton platform. Okay? So this telescope is 900 tons. That's 90 school buses. I did that little quick math on my own there. 90 school buses worth of weight on each of these cables, and one of them slipped. And so when that one cable slipped, that caused another cable to snap, which caused just enough structural damage to make the dish part of the array irreparably damaged. Uh, the displacement was too much within the metal structure to be salvageable, to be usable, because you need a fine degree of curvature on these dishes to be able to receive and translate. Because there's there's the cable hanging on the little receiver, and then there's the big dish. 
So the big dish was also hanging. That's the 900 tons was the big dish. And then there was a little receiver. So when the big dish got dislodged enough, that means you can't hit the receiver. And that means it's kind of just unfortunately now the, the final verdict is in. And the Arecibo radio telescope SETI array is no more. And with that, one of the greatest instruments in mankind's vision and creativity and the consciousness has been erased but hopefully there will be a new a new uh revitalization into the the uh astronomical view of the of the cosmos with all these new other space telescopes that are coming into uh coming into play but there were no other telescopes that were dedicated to finding extraterrestrial life so it kind of fucking sucks yeah that's a bummer um also i'll just run through these ones real quick because i mean i was thinking maybe i could save them for next week but who gives a shit all this stuff is happening so quick now um mars uh ingenuity helicopter so that has been so successful on its deployment in terms of scoping it because with this last with ingenuity they uh they have released this helicopter to do drone footage of areas which previously it took you know years traveling at half a mile and less than half court i don't even know how slow they move i think it's like 0.1 miles an hour or something like that it's very slow very slow um and these helicopters that are able to fly in the thin atmosphere, or this, this one helicopter, has been so successful that NASA is now commissioning two new helicopters to be deployed to Mars to help in the sample return mission, which is slated for uh, 20, I believe, 28. So that means between now and then, we're going to have two extra helicopters going there to do scouting missions to help in the sample return mission that nasa has commended to so this is just even more robust because dude you remember what happened here on earth when we started using aerial photography to map the landscape you started discovering temples you started discovering uh these hidden forests you started discovering all structure structure from so, satellite uh, yeah so much better than satellite much better than satellite so when you start using these aerial photography methods uh to to do uh like these drone, super detailed maps of the landscape, uh, you'll be able to find these landing locations or ways to do sample return missions that are much more feasible, much cheaper, much better, much like, you know, just uh, uh, things that are going to happen rather than just, you know, blowing smoke up people's ass like, you know, a lot of NASA missions have for the last, you know, couple decades. But this one, they're hitting all of the key markers. Last one that I got is China. 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 <laughs> China. China has launched its second of its three space station modules. And it has successfully connected. So um, the first module that they sent up last august was 
the crew quarters, and the life support systems. This second launch is the first of the laboratories. Uh, the third launch, which is happening in October, is going to be the second laboratory, and then the space station will be complete. Um, the, uh, the implications of having launched a 23-ton uh, piece of equipment into space, you know, you, you overlook it, you know, because it's China, so people don't want to talk about it, but anytime that you get 23 tons of material into space and you connect it to another 23-ton piece of material and it's successful, that's incredible. That just means that mankind is progressing. And I don't give a fuck if it's China, I don't give a fuck if it's Russia, I don't give a fuck if it's Antarctica, I don't care who it is, but when things like that happen, that's fucking awesome, okay? So I just wanted to say that China is completing its new space station. That's a good thing for mankind. Whether or not it's us doing experiments or China doing experiments, people will be doing new experiments in space and be getting new information for mankind. And I think that's a positive thing. So that was my last note that I wanted to know. But I think that you had something that you wanted to say. Or you had another topic. No, that my last topic on my list was that uh, the FBI raid. Yeah, the FBI raid. Okay, so the uh, uh, there is a local government involved in this raid. This is not a right because there there was a local judge that approved it and a local FBI unit that a did. judge a judge that used to work with Epstein from what I'm hearing. There we go. See, I don't know about any of that. But that is the case. It's a local judge. This is not a federal judge. This is this is a search warrant, which is done for police stations. You know, when you when you're a police officer, you go to your local judge, you get a warrant on probable cause, and that's how you get a warrant is off of probable cause. And that and that's a that's a pretty high bar. Probable cause is a pretty high bar. So someone in a local FBI uh, region or whatever precinct. went to a judge precinct went to a local judge and said that they had probable cause uh, for a search warrant and procured the search warrant from the local judge and then proceeded to uh, conduct the raid. So that's just how raid, that's just how those things work. You know, that's just like, so whether or not, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the judge approved it for. I don't know what the fuck the reason was, you know what I mean? But it was approved by a local judge for a raid on probable cause, and that's all that we know. I think at the moment. Um, I I just that, think it's, that's all it's, I know. It's very interesting. A lot of people are pissed. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm not there. I'm not all privy to all the information going on. But um, just to, from the point of view that the FBI is raiding a former president's home. Uh, it for this is the first time this has ever happened, and true, it's uh, it's got a lot of people divided, right? Because so. there has been a standard, there's been a president, a precedent of not prosecuting former presidents for anything. George Bush was accused of all of his war crimes, yeah, you know, he was never prosecuted for any war crimes, he was forgiven for all those by Obama. He, he condoned he approved torture you know and he and obama dismissed him of that he didn't prosecute him he could have he could have he could have said george bush you were the commander in chief and approved torture through 
this and it was this whole big thing i don't know if you were paying attention to politics back then but that was a whole big thing and that that kind of that was kind of the bar because also uh bill clinton or uh not bill clinton uh who who whoever came after reagan didn't prosecute george reagan. bush senior yeah george bush senior did not prosecute reagan so it's there has been a standard of not prosecuting and so that's where it's different here it's not the attorney general of the United States prosecuting an ex-president. It's a local FBI precinct and local judge doing it. So it's not it's not part of the federal government. I mean, it is in terms of the FBI, but it's not like, you know what I mean? So it, it, yeah. there's a little difference in the separation. There's it is. A, there's a little bit of a difference. It is. Uh, it is weird, though, that this judge has connections and has worked with epstein in the past um a lot of people are uh talking about that and yeah it's uh, a little weird there it should be looked into it should be looked into there's a lot of um people are angry about um the fbi just being used as uh like a, a, a for well, people are saying for like the Democrats to prosecute political opponents, and right, yeah, I don't know. We'll see where it leads. We'll see where it leads. The January sixth committee has led to nothing other than a big old fucking dick dick contest, and it's just all it's all it's all for no for nothing. Yeah. So, um, you know, there there's really nothing in politics for me anymore. Like you said, I you don't really like. I'm like I've given know. up on all of it, dude. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. It makes me sick. It makes me sick. All of it. No, I'm just kidding. That was a cigar. <laughs> that was a cigar. Dude. I actually love politics. Dude. <laughs> I feel like oh, shit, the first, man. I feel like, uh, like when I swallow a chew. Yeah. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I feel right now. Dude. dude yeah. I felt, I felt so You're good. You're buzzing. And so I was like, you know, I want to, I want to inhale just a little bit. Boom. I'm like, now I'm like, <laughs> Oh, but well shit man i think i think i need to get a uh, get on the road and i gotta go back and cut some more lines and do some more shit and uh i told him i'd be back at eight what time is it i don't even know what time it is it's 6 18 7 18 so 5 8 so it's 7 18 it's 6 eight, 7 18 i told him i'd be there at eight i got some time you got anything else i mean um no i i thought it I really enjoyed talking about uh, cigars and I'll be talking about like the more I learn about them. And I, cause I learned a lot. I think I might try to cigars. get some. I think I might try to yeah, get, some. Get, get some for uh, the next podcast. That's way better and... than the fucking beers. I was talking about getting some beers and doing beer tastes. The cigars are way better. Cause that's, that's new territory. It is that's new ground. That's fresh content, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah. Keep us updated with the, uh, the trailer and, and whatnot. And uh, I'll take videos and I'll upload them to the uh, drive and we can just watch them. Okay. If you want, you want to do that as a segment, like do the trailer revamp revamp or the trailer move as a segment. Yeah. We'll just keep it updated every week. You, you down? I'm hundred percent down. Okay. Then I'll just start taking little videos of the trailer and what I'm doing. All right. Cool. Cool, man. That's dope. All right. Any well, fuck.
Anything oh, else? Oh, chat, chat, chat. Oh, chat, super, super, super chats. I'm only reading super chats, so go in there and donate. Well, I'm not reading. <laughs> I ain't reading normal chats, only super <laughs> chats. <laughs> we got four people in, in watching right now. Kyle's freestyling there. Mr. Woke, all she wrote. They're telling us to put on beats. Are they commenting freestyling, dude? That's the best thing ever. How yeah, do you do that more? They're writing that's, rhymes in the that's chat. That's great. That's fantastic. Rich says, I know how to run an excavator. Nate, oh, fuck. Nate says, um, get a bidet, best investment for your business. <laughs> and then fuck yeah. Kyle, last comment was, yeah, like Kyle. So thanks, dudes, for tuning in. I appreciate it. We appreciate it to the Basics Podcast, episode 13. 13 baby i'm all right i'm about to go lay down dude i didn't i didn't even finish this this is this is how much i got left and and i was told (laughs) i was told like i was told that the end is the best part i didn't even get there so and it's it's also not good to relight or like after you've set it down and like the next day come back and and smoke your um cigar because the taste will all be messed up it's, it'll be sitting in there it's okay to relight it if it goes out but like not let it sit and then come back like a day later it'll taste like trash but i didn't even get there dude i got i gotta go lay down right now <laughs> <laughs> all right man well cool. i'm gonna go uh you know call my financiers my finances and uh, see what i can do about hiring an excavator that's just going to be expensive. Cool. Get it done. All right, brother. All Peace right. Out. Thanks, everybody, Peace for out, tuning brother. in.